Welcome back to Chatting with Copywriters Season 2. I'm your co-host, Kimberly. And I'm Bobby. This season, we have more of your favorite ad breakdowns. Insider marketing and copywriting tips. Interviews and more wacky questions that lead into interesting marketing subjects. In this episode of Chatting with Copywriters, we continue our conversation with Matt Hall and discovering how you can incorporate copy and good design principles in your marketing. So let's listen in to the last half of our interview with Matt. So we've covered the the, the cardinals must not do for designers. Now we're going to go on the other end. I'm a little worried to see if I've uh, done this or not, but uh, what are the three things that you feel copywriters should need to keep in mind when working with designers? Sure. Um, I think the first thing copywriters need to keep in mind is ego. And uh, there's that phrase, kill your darlings. I think we love our words. We love the clever things we come up with. We think, oh, this is a wonderful turn of phrase. My audience is going to love reading this sentence I wrote. And then when working with designers, you'll often find that you have way too much copy. You probably have three times as much copy as you actually need. And so you have to cut a lot of things that you really love. And this is where that copyrighted ego I mentioned before comes into play. Um, Unless you have a track record like Gary Halbert, get that ego in check and be mm-hmm. willing to collaborate and, and to compromise because um, the, the audience is probably reading word for word a lot less than you are. And so taking that step, really being empathetic to what your audience is feeling and uh, being willing to cut your copy down is, is one of the biggest problems I see when people are writing for like a landing page. Um, the second thing is uh, going back to collaboration, be willing to, be patient, but also take advice. Um, when, when a designer came to me, the first time a designer told me that my copy was too long or maybe this headline wasn't a right fit for their design, I, I went into like defensive mode. I will like, change your design because my right? copy is amazing. Mine's amazing. It's going to work so wonders. It's like I'm driving the message, so shouldn't my message drive your design? Well, okay, the truth is design and, and visuals – I'm uh, sorry, your copy and your visuals are all part of yeah, they both drive the message. Experience. Exactly. It's a synergy, right? When you have really good design and really good copy come together and they kind of mishmash, but what comes out at the end is usually a lot better than what the copy by itself would be or what the design by itself would be. And that's the goal of working as a team. You're trying to create something together that's better than what one of you could have created just yourself. Um, so that's my, my second suggestion for copywriters. Um, and then third, I think it, it is definitely get out of your echo chamber. Uh, one of the things that I do that's so valuable in my business is I go to a local small business networking event every Wednesday morning. And I am amazed at what small business owners actually respond to versus what all my copywriting friends are talking about online. So we share things with each other as copywriters. We get so excited about, oh, look at this ad. It's so good. Uh, real small business owners will hone in on, on things that I think are kind of dumb, uh, but then they work. So it's like, okay, uh, maybe I am not really in tune with my audience. So taking mm-hmm. that time, getting out of your circle, um, getting out of, I know I'm saying this on a copywriter podcast, it's for copywriters. So um, I hope I'm undermining the uh, the whole reason this thing exists, but <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's all good. 
I mean, we, we've got copywriters that listen. We also have a lot of small businesses and that's kind of- I was going to say know, a lot of entrepreneurs, small business owners, you know, the idea is to, to break it all down so that anyone who's using marketing or copywriting, which is um, basically anyone in business, uh, can, you know, take something away from this and be able to, to put it into effect. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of being where my audience is. So I also go to a, you know, business meetup group, um, networking group type thing. Um, and sometimes, sometimes for me, it's just to get out of just being by myself. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's just to be around the people that are my, I don't look at them as, you know, I don't go there and go, Oh my God, these are my clients. These, you know, I look at them as these are my peers and I want to help them. But it's also, it's great research because they are like my clients the ones that I want to try and attract. So you, you, you do, you get that, oh, really? You mean this works on you, but this one didn't? Great. You know, so it's a lot of just being around the target audience. And I feel that, uh, you know, I, I really like that one about getting out of your echo chamber because we all tend to want to group together and be like, oh, is this working? You know, where are the swipes? Can somebody give me a swipe of all these great things? And it's like, well, they're swipes and they worked, but this is other copywriters opinions. And again, you're not selling to copywriters per se uh, for whatever it is that you're trying to promote, whatever it is, the purpose of your landing page, the purpose of whatever piece of marketing you're creating, it is for somebody else. So, and that kind of, you know, goes back to just basic uh, copywriting. Good things to do is, you know, get someone else to read it, right? Somebody who's maybe close to uh, who you're trying to target. So we've yeah. talked about the, the three top things to, to not do. Uh, with copywriting and, and designers working together. Do you have any other, uh, you know, golden gems of wisdom you can share with our audience about working with designers and copywriting? Sure. I found that when you have your user journey mapped out in advance and you have the different points of contact with your users, it's a lot easier to figure out what the uh, conversion event needs to be for an asset. Um, and that's all jargony. So let me break that down a little bit into real people speak. So yeah, your user journey, your customers start off not knowing anything about your business. So at some point your customers have to learn that you exist. And at this point you, is your opportunity. If you're going through the pain aware, solution aware, product aware method that, you know, Joanna Weave talks, teaches for copy hackers, for example, um, you need to introduce to your customers the fact that they have a problem and that there's a solution to that problem and that you can solve that problem for them. At some point, whatever your business is, you need to make sure you're making that introduction. Now, the question is, where does that introduction take place? Are you using a Facebook ad? Are you using an Instagram ad? Are you sending a cold email? Are you meeting them offline? Is this something where you are meeting people at networking events and then they type in your website in the browser URL and all your traffic comes from personal offline referrals. Um, however, people come to your website, you have to take that into consideration because it directly affects what the message is once they get to your site. Excuse me. Um, so then when they come to your site, you need to figure out, okay, what do I need them to do next? If I've mapped out my journey, if I know where they're coming from and then they come to my site, whether it's a landing page or your homepage, ideally you want them to go someplace next. Do you want them to make a purchase right away? Do you want them to sign up for your email sequence? Do you want them to just opt into your newsletter that you just broadcast every week? Um, do you want them to request a free trial, sign up for software or something? So again, knowing where you're going 
directly informs what you need to do. So it's really the whole thing is kind of working backwards through the process, through that customer journey and mapping it out. And once you've taken the time to do this, uh, and, and honestly, I'm surprised at how many people don't do this. Uh, most people don't take the time to map out their user's journey and point out every place where you need to have a conversion from one point to another. Um, if you do this, you're going to have such a clear understanding of what kinds of landing pages or other assets you need to create. You're going to know what you need to encourage people to do on those pages. I don't want to say the whole thing writes itself because there's a lot that goes into actually writing the page copy, but you have a very clear goal that both the designer and a copywriter and whoever the developer is can all work towards together. So you're not fighting the goals. You're not saying, I want to create this page that looks like this. I want to write this page and the words are going to do this. I'm going to use this technology. Instead, you're all on the same page and you understand perfectly um, how can we apply these conversion design principles um, to create uh, and an experience that delivers that return for our customers or for clients. Yeah, it kind of follows the phrase if you um, plan to, or if you fail to plan, you plan to fail type thing. So absolutely, kind of have direction, have some type of goal in mind, and then map out your steps. That makes it. It makes a lot of sense. And you know, it's amazing how many times some you know some people will do that naturally and some people just are like well let's just throw everything together and see what happens yeah what happens evil phrase (laughs) (laughs) well like in an earlier podcast you were talking about how social media statistics like likes don't have a lot of value and that's true and so people when you're trying to figure out how do i report how do i measure how well my business is doing i can't optimize my marketing unless i can measure what's happening right now yeah um Mm-hmm. How do I even measure something if someone's coming to my website from an offline referral? If I'm telling people in my networking group, hey, go to this website, um, how, do I, how do I measure that, where they're coming from? And so mm-hmm. this is where you need to have different points of, uh, di- you need to identify different, different measurements that you need to take. For example, um, you know, the classic comparison is email open rates versus click rates. Okay, Open rates are fine. Open rates are great. Open rates let you know if your subject line is resonating with your audience, but click through rates let you know if your message is actually working. And yeah, that's absolutely. way more important. So you need to figure out, okay, in this journey, what are the things I need to measure? How do I measure what actually matters? And how do I use that information about what matters to create the uh, combine the design and the words so that we're driving them towards a conversion? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, that, that, that really, it's, it's amazing to me how much of a difference it can make when you do start to actually truly monitor the metrics that matter. And which is the previous episode. <laughs> it is, it is. Um, you know, but you know, you start, you, you tweak, you split test, you know, I mean, I, I have lots of experience in simply the difference, even from a design perspective of what happens if the hero image is facing to the left versus mm-hmm. facing to the right. And you know, when you're not dealing with a designer per se, and you're, you're, you're either you're the one that's doing it yourself because, you know, as all, you know, solo entrepreneurs do, we just put on all sorts of different hats. We're like, oh, today I'm doing this, right? But it's, it's that, you know, te- it's a lot of it's testing, test to see what works, but then talk to a designer, talk to somebody that knows what they're doing that can help you integrate what you're trying to do. It makes a huge difference. 
Definitely. So, you know, we've covered the, the do's and don'ts and kind of best ways of planning out the customer journey. Um, and I know that you have a, a really great, um, you know, helpful uh, course for people if uh, they're wanting to learn a little bit more about conversion design. But before we get into that, uh, do you have any final words about kind of making sure that your design and your copy work together to give you the best results? Yeah. At the end of the day, our job, uh, we are only as successful as we can be empathetic. And we need to truly work to understand our audience. We need to get willing to, we need to be willing to say, I don't know, and go to where our audience is and just learn from them and just observe. Uh, we need to do that work of getting that user research beforehand, understanding, okay, this is what my audience actually wants. This is what I'd like them to want. I'd like them to like my fancy words. Uh, I'd like them to just want a big sales page. I can just write, 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 and then they'll buy at the end. But we need to talk to them and we need to be constantly testing. Um, you can't design something for conversions unless you make testing part of that. And so always figure out, what, you know, test different messages. So um, true. <laughs> yeah. And we just assume sometimes, right? We can assume. And that's, that's my biggest, I think, what biggest thing I'd like everyone to take away is um, coming from a place of, I don't know, but let's test it and let's find out. I mean, really, there's nothing too special about what I do. Uh, I guess I'm just a little more serious about getting the information directly from users beforehand rather than um, hoping I know and just saying, yeah, I can write this in an hour and then that's what I need to research. Fantastic. All right, Matt. Well, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and sharing your, your perspective from both the design and the conversion copywriter uh, sides. Where can people find out more uh, if they want to get in touch with you or learn a little bit more about conversion design? Uh, how's that work? Yeah, so I am launching a free email a series at conversiondesign.org, and this will give you an introduction into um, how how you can use the conversion design framework to grow your business, whether you're trying, whether you're a nonprofit trying to get more donors, whether you're an e-commerce store trying to get more sales, or whether you're a service provider trying to get more clients. Whatever your goal is, applying these conversion design principles can help you create a measurable user journey that you can optimize. And you can combine the right visuals, the right message, and the right technology to result in the highest ROI possible. Awesome. And if they want to connect with you personally, where could they do that? Sure. So uh, I am a direct response copywriter working with Kajabi right now. So you can check out kajabi.com and, and um, uh, check out their, their platform and connect with me uh, through there. Or you can just go to my Facebook page. Uh, I'm just Matt Hall on Facebook and I'm friends with like all the copywriters. So feel free to add me as a friend and, and send me a message and let me know where you came from. And I'll uh, be glad to connect with you. Fantastic. So once again, uh, that's conversiondesign.org where you can get a, an awesome email series about how to marry the conversion and the design sides to make sure you're using both the right copy and the right visuals. And if you want to reach out to Matt directly, you can do that on Facebook. Uh, just find Matt Hall. So thanks for listening to this episode, Matt. Thanks for joining us. And you can find us at chattingwithcopywriters.com. If you like this episode, feel free to smash that subscribe button so you get future episodes delivered to your favorite digital device. We'd love your ratings and reviews, so take a few seconds and let us know what you think. Also, if you want to be on an episode, visit our website at chattingwithcopywriters.com slash guests.